Afternoon. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Do you not know what's Christmas? Yeah, I just remembered. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this specifically Christmas Eve, is it not? This would be Christmas Eve, yeah. yeah. As we're recording this a little bit in, in the past. Yeah, we're recording this a few weeks in advance of its air date. So, yeah, Merry Christmas. It's, uh, um, was is, it, it, is it snowing? Oh, yeah, it's total white Christmas. Got my mulled wine. Really looking forward to Santa bringing me my bike. I've got a bike. Oh yeah, did you ask Santa for a bike? Yeah, um, one of those really cool BMX hipster, hipster bikes. You've got a hipster bike. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. So I copied you. Nice. Yeah. What's Santa bringing you? Santa is bringing me just some socks. I think. Oh, everybody loves socks, right? Yeah. Mm. That's what I would do gift. if I became a millionaire. I would just have a brand new pair of socks every day or just would they be one of those away. ones that have the, the days of the week on them doesn't matter just there's nothing better than uh the feeling of a new pair of socks so yeah that's what i would do that's what i'd spend my money on there you go then well we just thought it would be quite apt that recording this kind of coming at the end of the year that we would do a bit of a wrap up mm-hmm. kind of reflect on the podcast and also revisit what we said and where we were in the first episode and, and how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Thought that'd be quite interesting. Don't don't really know how to kick things off. Well, maybe kick things off by saying that this is the last episode ever. Only messing. It's the last episode <laughs> of, of series one of the show, I guess. We're going to take a wee break for a month or two and, um, and then come back with, uh, we've got a whole bunch of new topics we're going to, we're going to go over and we'll maybe do another side project and um yeah we'll uh make sure make sure and follow us uh, at working out show on twitter and you'll uh to hear whenever to you hear whenever we come back and um keep an eye on the website and you can go back and listen to the the last 30 34 episodes now so we did 34 episodes in our uh first season so um yeah we're going to take a wee break and and come back next year. People will be saying, but Ashley and Paddy, you always tell us to stick to things, but we also tell you to take a break too. We do indeed. It's important to re re-energize. So is there, you know, we've done 34 episodes then kind of looking back, is there like, do you feel like you have, because this was both of our first experiences at having a podcast um, other than kind of guesting sporadically mm-hmm. for a few people. Mm-hmm. Have you enjoyed it? Oh yeah, I've loved it. I've loved the, well, as I've said a few times, like the the therapy side of it, like how therapeutic it is to to have a weekly schedule to actually just talk about the the issues in, in creating a business for yourself and doing, uh, yeah, just, you know, struggling through the same issues that, that other people in the freelance design industry are, are struggling with. It's, it's, especially if seen as I work on my own, it's, it's great to, it's great to just talk about things and, um, and kind of have nice discussions on, on, yeah. I mean, before the podcast, uh, you know, I would be just working on my own and not, not actively talking about, about my work enough. So I think I've definitely grown a bit and, and I've gotten a lot out of 
uh, actually just talking about my work and uh, I feel I'm in a, a better place now than when when we started uh, with regards to my yeah working life and I like the I like knowing now that I I could set up a a weekly schedule like that and and stick to something like we really stuck to we published a a podcast every week for the past yeah 34 weeks so that's a big that's a big achievement and yeah we stuck to it and didn't miss a week and we we planned correctly and you know we recorded we tried to record a, a few episodes in advance and so that we would have some in reserve if something came up and we we planned our topics and yeah I think and we got a lot of positive feedback from it so that so yeah other people other freelancers and other people trying to set up a business doing what they love really really got something out of it so that makes it all worthwhile yeah I've uh I've loved doing it. What about you? Oh, I've got, I've taken a lot away from it and a lot of it's similar to what you've just said. Um, I think that it's been really great having access to picking your brain. You've definitely given me a lot of tips and advice and I'm sure other people listening would agree. Um, things that I've, I've, you know, put into effect um, that I wouldn't have done if I hadn't have had this podcast with you and spoken to you about stuff. And it's also just really reassuring as well when we get we can often get feedback from listeners and you know we get emails from people saying you just spoke about this and in, in last week's episode and I can really relate to that so that's been it's it's nice to know that whatever it is that you're experiencing as somebody setting up your own business and trying to make a living from your passion that it's it's shared with other freelancers too because it's definitely quite a lonely lifestyle so mm-hmm that's been reassuring and then much the same as you about how it's been it's very satisfying to actually have made a commitment to this every week and it makes me think because if you look back at the summer months things were quite hectic then I was doing weddings as well and I was often away in England for Mm -hmm. two or three days and you know we it was sometimes quite difficult to um, align our schedules together and I think a couple of times we even we're cutting it a bit fine and recording on the day yeah. that we were releasing the podcast, but we still made it work. We made that commitment. It makes me think that if I can do this and sit down once a week and record this and plan this and align our schedules, what else could I do to, what else could I work into my routine that I make a weekly habit? I would love to get into right now through my um, my business website, Insurance by Jack, I, I publish a blog post every Tuesday. I'd love to to do that as well for my own personal blog. And I'm thinking, why not? I've proved yeah. that I have it in me to make that commitment. And this podcast was a big, um, this podcast was really what proved that, to be yeah. honest. Well, I mean, if you think about it, think if you can think back to before we started the podcast, could you imagine uh, that you had enough time in your weekly schedule to fit in? Uh, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes of recording time and also some preparation time for a podcast. And then for myself, yeah, like editing and, you know, uploading it to the website. I mean, it's, it's, it takes quite a bit of time. I mean, could you imagine before you started it that you would have that much time each week? No, dedicate? and that's what's interesting about it, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, it's, you absolutely make your own time and, and yeah, people always are saying that I'm so busy and I have no time, but it's, I mean, I, I would have said that before as well, that, that I can't imagine the having this much time to, to dedicate to something each week to a new project, but we just, we just made the time and made it work and, and put in the effort. And that's, that's just what it's all about. That that's, um, that's how you, that's how you accomplish these things is you just 
put your head down and do it. Yeah, I'm going to be really um, nitpicky here, but there's that you know a lot of people say that they can't um, find the time to do stuff, but there is no such thing as finding the time to do stuff. Like you said, if we looked back, we would we wouldn't have really thought we'd have time to fit this in. But you make the time to do it. You don't find time; you make the time. We've talked about it before. It might mean getting up earlier, staying up a bit later missing your your workout for one day but you know if you really want something you'll you'll make it happen Mm -hmm. so that's been good but I you know what so we've kind of finished this this season and what would you do differently when we when we rendezvous to record next time what do you think we should do differently or what do you want out of the next time if anything I think what we should do is Perhaps we've done it a few times where we've recorded a couple of episodes, like just one after the other. And I think I've always enjoyed those, like the second, the second episode that we record in the, in the day, like straight after, because you're kind of, yeah, in the zone and you're, you're warmed up and we're chatting away and then it it flows nicely. Just, I think the second episode. So I, I think I would do that, try and do that more, like record a couple at a time, because I think you're, yeah, you're in the zone when you're, once you've recorded one and we've been chatting for half an hour, then it's the second one comes really easily. And, and I think that would, um, that would save us a lot of time down the line as well. I think that's something I would, I would do now. Yeah, I think so too. And I would probably just spend a little bit more time researching each episode mm-hmm. um because we already do that but i know it's completely unrelated but everybody right now is talking about how high quality and how well produced cereal is yeah mm-hmm. and um and even though it's completely unrelated and we don't have the time or money or resources to do something like that i would just i'm a bit inspired by that to to make it even even better yeah, just to um, make the make the quality a bit higher and um, and just in everything in general. Yeah, no more barking dogs at the postman. <laughs> so on the first episode, we both talked about what what it is that we do and where it is that we kind of hope to go with things. So that was in May. It was maybe in the first first few weeks of May, I'm sure that we recorded it. So how many months ago is that? Well, it's now Christmas Eve. Yeah, so, well, yeah, it was 34 weeks ago anyway. Okay, so that length of time. Mm -hmm. You said that your ultimate goal was to phase out client work. That's what you're working towards. Do you think that in the past 34 weeks you've become closer to doing that, to working on a lot more of your own projects? I've definitely, I've definitely uh, changed my, changed my mindset anyway. I've definitely reduced the amount of client work I've been taking on because like in the, in the summer it was pretty crazy and I had so many projects going on and it was seemingly going the other way and I was just taking more and more client work on. But then in the last couple of months now, I've, I've definitely, I've definitely taken on a lot less client work and said no to a lot more things. And I've made I've made uh, a real effort to make time for for my own projects, and I've made some some good progress with uh, with a couple of those. That hopefully this time, uh, or not this time next year, but hopefully next year, whenever we start recording again, we can I can update you on on a few of those, and we can talk about um, some of my new projects. and And 
I'm really planning uh, at the beginning of next year to take a, a real break from client work and just focus 100% on my on my own work. And what what I liked about our uh, like over the the course of the the weeks, I mean, in the first episode, I had a pretty clear goal. I thought of cut out client work and do my own stuff. But then we did the the five whys technique, and I kind of discovered that. It's not really that I don't want to do any more client work. It's, uh, and I just want to do my own projects. That's part of it, but that's, that's not the real, the real deep underlying issue. It's more, I want to have, I want to have a lot more projects that I'm really proud of and that I want to share on my portfolio. And that's, I mean, the stuff that I do myself, my, my own projects, I'm in control of that. So that is stuff that I would want to share. But with client projects, there's a lot of other, factors that are out of my control that can affect the end result so whether uh, i've definitely discovered that with with the help of the podcast by doing the five whys technique when we did that it's um i got yeah i got my eyes opened that uh, it's not necessarily that i just don't want to do client work anymore it's it's more i just need to uh, i need to be even more fussier about the projects i take on and also approach them differently in in how much creative control I can have over them. So I've definitely, the podcast has definitely, yeah, helped me out in that way. And in, in my, in my goal towards having, having a portfolio of work that I'm really proud of and, and a body of work that I'm, that I'm happy with creatively. Uh, I think the podcast really has helped me with that. And that includes we taps going forward. You're still going to be involved in that. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the, that's a, that's part of the the stuff I'm working on. Or, or we've worked on a on a couple more apps for for kids that we'll hopefully be releasing soon. And um, and I'm working on some other projects of uh, of my own as well that 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 I really want to get out there. So, but they're yeah ambitious projects. But sure, that's that's what you need to. Those are the best types of projects and goals to have. What about you? Do you like looking back on uh, on the first episode and what you were saying about about uh, you had just set up your your new insurance business, Insurance by Jack, right? Whenever we started, it was it was like days old. It was mm-hmm. a wee baby. It still is a wee baby. But on, on the first episode, my kind of goals relating to both photography and insurance. With photography, I wanted to be shooting ten weddings a year and charging like a quite a well an amount I was happy with for that with insurance my big goal you were saying it's quite important to have really ambitious goals my hugely ambitious goal was to really simplify the quoting and buying experience Mm -hmm. and um you know that's been gosh I've been trying to inch towards that for years now and it's always felt that there have been enormous obstacles in my way um you know when I when I built my own quote system of what I thought would be an improvement and took that to London and was told, yeah, let's give you money to do this. And then never heard from them again. And then Mm -hmm. started up a new business and things just weren't quite right. Um, It just feels that it's always been, it's never really gone anywhere until very recently. Right. And um, I just want to see how interesting it is. And I wrote about this on my blog. So we'll link to it in the show notes about how, it was a series of really like unrelated events to insurance that actually led to me getting closer towards my goal. Mm-hmm. So um, I basically in the past few months have just met the right people who have put me in touch with um, other right people. And yeah. um, I currently have 
the Simple as Milk team who built the Insurance by Jack website, they're actually right now as we speak designing and building um, a really slick prototype of a quote system. Oh, brilliant. The, yeah, really, really exciting. Like this is, you know, this is closer than I've ever been before and I've got the right person who's now taking it to the London insurance market to get basically to get it um to make it come become a reality and if I could pull this off that would just like that would mean so much to me because it would I know nobody's excited about insurance but it would be great just to provide a way for freelancers to buy their insurance very easily and if there's any market out there that wants that that likes good design and technology it's freelancers so if I could just provide them with this super slick simple way of buying their insurance I would um, like you said it's about having work that you're proud of that would be an achievement that I would be proud of Mm -hmm. so that's happening right now and and that will really unfold very quickly over the next uh, few months actually Mm -hmm. so big big steps towards my goal there in terms of photography I'm actually a little bit disappointed with that but um, I shot nine weddings this year which was great so Mm -hmm. i'm getting i did eight last year so i'm i'm consistently getting closer to my target of 10 next year i currently only have four booked in Mm -hmm. but i know that people do tend to just pop up in the months before their wedding however i think that a, a big problem that i have with myself is that and I've said this before in this podcast with my photography, I generally just sit back and let people come to me. Yeah. And that was fine in the beginning. But now that I've set myself a goal and I've said I want to do 10 weddings, when you set yourself a goal, you still shouldn't just sit back and wait for it to happen. Like no, now I've that, got that number. So Yeah, but that, now you have something to to shoot for. Like the we talked we've talked a few times about about goals and, and setting goals and and I mean being specific with your goals. And when you when you set something like 10 weddings a year, that gives you a real, a real number to shoot for rather than if you just said, I want to shoot uh, a lot of weddings this year. I want to shoot more weddings this year. That's, I mean, is just one more wedding than last year. Is that what you're aiming for? Or is it, you know, 20 more weddings than last year? So it's, it's good that you, that you put a, an actual number on it. Yeah. And also the advice that you gave me, about um i'm sure this was advice you gave me about raising my prices yeah yeah i think we talked about we we had an episode on pricing didn't we and we talked about i remember you talking about the different uh, packages you had and about yeah how you were i think you were maybe still charging the same uh as you were like this time last year or something like that and it was yeah if you have to you always have to be uh, changing your your price and because uh, i mean in one year i mean you've obviously learned something or you've you've changed your uh, changed your way of working or tweaked you know how you do things on the on the wedding day or you've you've changed your process or you've yeah you've learned uh, you've learned something new by doing you know the last 8 or 9 weddings and so you have to let your price reflect that yeah, and I hadn't. Yeah, I, I hadn't been doing that. But I raised my prices. I have had a few more bookings since raising my prices, so it's proof that it isn't putting people off, and people think it's justified. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm again a step closer to that goal where I'm, I'm kind of making a bit more money from photography. Not, not that it's all about money, but it's important to. If you undercharge yourself, you're just going to look unprofessional and. People are going to, I doubt people will trust you. I see all these, oh goodness, Paddy, I see all of these um, adverts on Facebook going, 
full day wedding photography for £300 and people are commenting on it, tagging their friends who are getting married, like, oh, would this interest you? And I just look at that and think, but how can anybody think, like, yes, they're getting a bargain, but you're probably getting what you pay for. Yeah, definitely. So that's something I learned from doing this podcast. Raise my prices. But yeah, now I need to be a lot more proactive in getting those um, extra weddings and I'm not talking about spending ridiculous amounts of money at trade fairs and trade stalls and whatnot but just being you know pushing my work under more people's noses like really and and, I, and saying to people hey does anybody know any folk who are getting married please you know think of um please show them my portfolio or whatever and I don't know if you have any suggestions for how you think I could uh, promote my business without being pushy sleazy saleswomen mm-hmm. well, I think this sort of stuff is the way we talked about like a couple of episodes ago, we talked about our processes. I think that sort of stuff is, is really, is really interesting for, especially for people. I guess the people who are listening to the show, there's bound to be a few that are getting married or, you know, no people that are getting married, but the, the fact that you shared your whole process and your, your thinking behind every stage of, of the, of a wedding shoot, I think that's really interesting stuff that not a lot of people put out there. Like not a lot of wedding photographers detail their whole uh, their whole uh, process and how they and how they work. So I think that sort of stuff is is going the extra step to uh, to get customers. I think that's a good uh, a good start. Yeah, I'll just be a little bit more vocal about my wedding photography from now on. I think. But what was I going to say? This went out my head now. Well, I think what uh, that that's kind of our reflection on on season one of of the show. I mean, I had what, a good season. You had a good season, yeah. I had a good season. And what 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 do you what do you expect out of the out of the next season? What what do you hope to to achieve out of it next for, year for the podcast? Yeah. Well, do you know what happened this year, which was a really nice byproduct of doing the podcast. I have got quite a few customers through this podcast. That's great. Um, yeah, not with photography, with insurance. People who hadn't ever really considered getting insurance for their business before and then listened to the podcast and checked it out. And, you know, quite a few quite a few customers from this podcast. Um, never, never my intention, but it's, that's been a really nice byproduct. So, mm-hmm. uh, of course, it would be great if that could happen next time too. Hint, hint. But I think for our next season... I would like to, do you know what I would really want from it, Paddy? What's that? I, I want to hear more from our listeners. Yeah, I would like a lot more. I would like a lot more interaction, maybe. Like maybe we can look into, I know a lot of podcasts do like, you know, they have a live chat room and stuff and, and they they broadcast it live. That might be something interesting to try. And the yeah maybe a bit more interaction between us and the listener or maybe we you know read out a few more uh listener emails and and things like that that would be that would be something i would like to to do more of as well oh yeah that's a good point because we did get quite a few emails with great um topics to explore but we never actually shared them on here so i mean i don't think there's ever one email we've received from a listener that we haven't replied to so i'd like to think we're really approachable really Mm -hmm. accessible for the listeners to get in touch with so yeah definitely like to to do that to kind of create more of a community around like we've said a million times freelancing is a lonely it's a lonely lifestyle so it'd be nice to kind of bring all of the listeners together and could hear a bit more from them get to know them a bit better so yeah. if yeah so so get in touch with us 
yeah, you can email us info at workingoutpodcast.com or you can tweet us at work, yeah, working out show. I always mess that up. <laughs> you did good. Yeah. So, um, are you going to go and put your carrots and milk and cookies out for Santa and his reindeer? Uh, I am indeed. And, uh, I'm going to hang my wee stocking up and, uh, what else do you do at Christmas? Well, do you know what I did last year? I wrote an, an article for 24 Ways last year about how I, I was kind of encouraging people um, if, to use any kind of downtime they had over Christmas if they were feeling inspired to maybe work on a side project. Do you do anything like that or is it really all about taking a break? Uh, I love I love just taking a break over Christmas and not and not doing any uh, not doing any work. I, I I can't have work kind of hanging over me or having something niggling at me that I know that I need to finish something or or know that there's something I need to finish when I start back again in January. It's just uh, I like to just make sure all projects are wrapped up and everything is done. You know, a couple of weeks before Christmas and then and then I can just take a proper break. And the yeah, having stuff hanging over on like over you and and you have to finish something or or do start right back up on a project on like the second of January or something. It just reminds me of being at school and having exams like. In January, whenever you came back, that was always horrible. Did you ever have that? Yeah. Did they have that in, in Scotland? Yeah, the same, yeah. yeah. I never understood that. Like, why can't we have the exams, you know, before Christmas and then you can uh, go off and enjoy yourself? But they, they used to put them on in January. So it's like you had to study over Christmas and stuff. Yeah, and nightmare. That's so silly. Oh, well, I don't know. I might, I might actually um, do a bit of writing. So, so yeah, I might do, I'm going to try and try and write. See, this is me being non-committal. I'm going to, I want to do a photography email course where people subscribe and we kind of do assignments every few days. I give them specific assignments along with a tutorial. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everybody goes and does that and we upload our images to the Flickr group or something. I think that's something people would be interested in. Well, now you've so, just got a load of time because you you aren't recording the podcast at the minute, so you're going to have to time to do it. You can fill that time in with with writing. I've already started. <laughs> so yeah, so we've both had a good year. We're both a bit closer to our goals. We hope you are too. Yeah, it'd be great to to hear from people if they've got uh, thoughts on how we did with our with our first uh, podcasting experience and what they thought of the of the show over the over the past 34 weeks can't believe it's 34 weeks that's that's pretty mad i know i think that we could have had a baby in that time not (laughs) not together (laughs) yeah so have a have a great christmas and a happy new year paddy yeah happy new year and merry christmas to you too bye bye